Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Could you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. DA, what's the silly? Oh, permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My co-worker's a jerk. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right, and a happy Monday morning to you, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Just a last lick on that Corey Dillon story. He's upset because he's not in the Bengals' ring of honor yet, and they're giving the votes to fans, and he thinks it should not be up to the fans. Hey, Corey, they started the ring of honor in 2021 at two years old. You'll probably get in there, bro. Relax. But he said, I'm pretty sure they're going to put bleeping John Kitna in there before they put me in. Matter of fact, Scott Mitchell end up in that MF or before I do, <laughs> which is a great quote. But dude, why so angry? It's been around for two years. <laughs> There's like four guys in it. Anthony Munoz, Ken Anderson, Isaac Curtis, Ken Riley. Two of those guys are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Relax. I am so thrilled to begin talking college football. This week, Big 12 Media Days from Arlington, Texas, later on in the week. So we'll be focused on the Big 12 and talk to some coaches and players from the conference. Interesting season for the Big 12 as they still have Oklahoma and Texas and then welcome in four new schools as well. Now, if you're a college football fan like me, there is only one preseason preview guide you need. And you know it before it even comes out of my lips. The Phil Steele college football preview issue is the Bible of college football preview issues. It is stacked with numbers and stats and roster moves and coaching and things like against the spread on the road and all types of amazing little factoids and anecdotes that you need to preview the season, including how programs have been built and their trends over the last five years. Joining us this morning on the show from the Phil Steele College Football Preview Guide is our friend Phil Steele. Phil, good morning. Well, good morning, Damon. How the heck are you this morning? I'm doing great. I know that this is one of many interviews you will have over the course of the day, so this is a busy time of year as people start talking college football, huh? Yeah, well, actually, it's my downtime of the year, Damon. You know, we put seven months of work into the magazine, a lot of 80 to 100-hour work weeks in there. During football season, I'm watching 12 games all day long on Saturday, then watching 
film all week long, about 100-hour work weeks. Over the summer, I'm kicking back, working 50, 60 hours a week and just doing some radio <laughs> shows. So I'm in my fun time of the year. 50, 60-hour relaxing weeks for you. When you are watching games on Saturdays, what's the Phil Steele setup? How many screens are in front of you as you're watching? Yeah, i got 12 TVs in front of me, and we've got a picture of that. I think it's on page three of the magazine. And uh, so I'm, I'm watching 12 games. Uh, I've got the volume on two, and that's why I have to go back and, and watch the games with volume during the course of the week and, and pick up any of the, the notes that were from the game. But uh, I... It's a lot of Diet Mountain Dew, and it's uh, very focused the entire Saturday, and it goes all the way through that damn Hawaii game about 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and which is your sneaky favorite team to watch? Maybe a team that's not on national TV a lot, but you're like, I always want to watch that coach or that squad. Uh, to be honest with you, Damon, it varies from year to year. Everybody asks me who my favorite team is, and it's whoever I pick higher than everybody else in the magazine. That's, that's the one I'm most focused on during the course of the year because I want them to do well. You routinely put out your projected AP preseason top 10. So this is before the AP top 10 comes out. You projected. You oftentimes get it right. And this year you've got one Georgia, two Alabama, followed by Michigan, Ohio State, LSU, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, USC, and Notre Dame. Now, this is just your projection. Who do you think out of the top ten is least deserving of being in the top ten? Um, I think all ten are really deserving uh, this year. You know, naturally Georgia, a, a team that's got a chance to repeat for the first time uh, since the 1930s when Minnesota did it. Alabama, this is Nick Saban's type of year. They usually, uh, he's only, I think, won the national title once when been, when he's been preseason number one. Dangerous whenever he's not preseason number one. Ohio State was uh, basically a field goal away from winning the national title last year. They got the field goal against Georgia. I think they would have beat TCU. Michigan's been there the last couple of years. Penn State is a team that's uh, got the running back core and the defense. They might have one of the best defenses in the country. LSU's in a much better shape this year, uh, much more experience. Florida State has got seven units to rank in my top 15 of the magazine uh, in the front. Uh, Clemson is a team that I think is under the radar this year. I have them rated much higher than I think the AP will. USC's got the returning Heisman Trophy candidate, and Notre Dame is a team where they get Ohio State at home. They get USC at home. wouldn't surprise me to see them winning those games. Uh, I think Notre Dame is a team to, to look out for. So all 10 teams really deserve to be in the top 10 this year. Who is the biggest threat in your mind to Caleb Williams winning the Heisman? Probably Caleb Williams' season last year. And I say that because... Uh, there's only been one repeat Heisman Trophy winner, and when you look at the one of the reasons why, it's because uh, they've failed to match the previous year's stats. I mean, last year he threw for 4,537 yards with a 42-5 ratio, hit 67% of his passes. If he hits less than those numbers this year, people go, ah, he's having a down year and we're going to pick somebody else. So I think Caleb Williams' 2022 is probably his biggest uh, foe for this year. We were just discussing the Big 12, and we'll have more of this as we get through the week with the Big 12 media days. How do you think Oklahoma and Texas will respond this year to their final year in the Big 12? And then the flip side, how do you think the four newbies will look in the conference? Yeah, I think you know the the main concern I have for Texas and Oklahoma is they're going to get everybody's best shot. Everybody's going to take one last shot at those two. And, and we saw it last year. 
I mean, Texas was just eight and five. Oklahoma just six and seven. But I think both teams are poised to do extremely well. Texas probably has the most talent in the Big 12 this year. They do have a tough schedule. They play each of the top six teams uh, of the other top six teams, I should say, in the Big 12. They play each of the other five, so they've got a tough schedule. But I think they're the most talented. And with Oklahoma, I've got them number two on my most improved list, number eight surprise team. And in Vegas right now, this team is actually favored in 11 of their 12 games. Uh, seven starters back in offense, and no way does Brett Venables, when I talked to him this year, uh, he, he was very unhappy about allowing 461 yards per game last year. They brought in a ton of transfers defensively. They have a complex defense that's going to be much better. I think Oklahoma makes a big jump this year. As far as the four newbies go, I think three of them do finish towards the bottom. The one team I think can step up and maybe contend in the Big 12 this year is Central Florida. When I went over the team with uh, Coach Malzahn, he said they've been preparing for this move for two years. He, of course, is coaching the SEC, so he knows what he's uh, getting into. I like the quarterback depth with John Rice Plumley and Timmy McLean. The offensive line is solid. And they were a team that uh, probably would have done better last year if Plumley not got injured, and I think they're better prepared this year if Plumley does get banged up. Phil Steele from Phil Steele's College Football Preview Guide joins us this morning here on the show. Let's go back to Oklahoma for a second because they really fell in hard times last year. Shocking to just about everybody that they were that bad. What what's the what's the solution for them to bounce back this year from the things that they did so poorly last season? Yeah, and you know, Damon, when I talk to the head coaches, generally almost every second year head coach tells me the same thing. Phil, we're in so much better shape this year. I know the players, players know my schemes, and I think the biggest part is the schemes defensively, plus all the transfers they brought in, plus all the have the players they have coming back. This is going to be a much better Oklahoma defense, and that's probably the key. And also remember early in the year last year when Dylan Gabriel got injured, that's when they had their bad games. Uh, Gabriel's there. They're probably better prepared. They've got Jackson Arnold, the PS number five uh, quarterback, coming out of high school this year, which means my fifth-rated quarterback out of high school. So they're in good shape there, a veteran offensive line. Uh, this is a very good Oklahoma team, and the schedule sets up well. You look at their road games this year at Tulsa, at Cincinnati, at Kansas, at Oklahoma State, and at BYU. All those fall into the winnable category. One of the reasons Vegas has them favored in 11 of their 12 games. Where do you think, when do you think we'll see Arch Manning? Uh, I think you'll see him. Uh, I love, first of all, I love the NCAA rule where a player can play four games and still keep their red shirt. That would have me thinking that Arch Manning is going to see the field a little bit this year, get his feet wet, keep him interested, keep him in the meeting room uh, where he's fully occupied each week and get him a little bit of playing time. But I do not think he exceeds the four games this year. Uh, I think it's going to be Quinn Ewer's job. As long as things are going well, he'll be the QB all year and pretty much mop-up roles for Arch Manning. You mentioned Georgia and Alabama. Bulldogs are stacked, obviously, when Alabama's not a preseason number one, they're dangerous. So do you think that LSU can tangle with the big boys this year and be able to beat either one of those teams to win an SEC? Uh, I do not think LSU will win the SEC. They have to play Alabama on the road, uh, which is going to be difficult. Uh, they also play A&M. Uh, and A&M is probably the one team I think is going to surprise a lot of folks this year. They're coming off a 5-7 and seven season last year. But when I went over, was going over the team with Coach Fisher last year, 
uh, a lot of the positions, like the offensive line. He'd say, Phil, this is uh, going to be one of the top offensive lines in the country next year. He didn't say this year. Last year they were number 124 in my experience chart. This year they're all the way up to number 14, a massive jump. Ten starters back on offense, ten on defense. They've had the recruits. And keep in mind, last year, even in a 5-7 and seven season, they beat LSU. They almost beat Alabama. They're at the two-yard line of Bama at the end of the game, thrown into the end zone with a chance to win on the final play. Uh, just came up short. I think A&M's your sleeper pick there in the West, uh, but I do think Bama overall wins it. Ooh, now that is juicy. You think A&M is a sleeper pick to win the SEC West after all of the criticism that Jimbo has gotten, that offense being archaic, and all the bad losses that they've had. What gives you some confidence that A&M could potentially shock some people? Yeah, the fact that they're so much more experienced. Uh, you know, last year going to the team with Coach Fisher, they were extremely inexperienced in every unit, and he would say, next year we're going to be this, next year we're going to be that. Well, it's next year, and they have 10 starters back offense and defense. Bobby Petrino comes in to take over the offense. They've got Connor Wegman at running back. You look at, or excuse me, at quarterback. Uh, they are loaded at receiver this year. The offensive line is one of the best in the country. The defense, all three units rank in my top 11, and the special teams is solid. Jimbo's been recruiting. Now they've got experience. They've got Petrino running the offense. And they get Alabama at home October the 7th. Last time Alabama traveled to College Station, A&M won that game two years ago, 41-38. And they almost beat Bama again last year. Watch out for A&M. In the Big Ten, last couple of years, Michigan has surpassed Ohio State. Does that continue this season? You know, I think Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, are, it's like splitting hairs. Uh, you know, Michigan's the only one of the three with the veteran quarterback uh, in J.J. McCarthy, and they probably have the best schedule of the three. Uh, you look at their road games, they're against Nebraska, Minnesota, Michigan State, and Penn State, Penn State being the tricky one, but they do get Ohio State at home. The Buckeyes, I rate number two in my power poll. I think they're the most, second most talented team in the country, but they do have to play on the road against Wisconsin, on the road against Notre Dame, on the road against Michigan. So three really tough road games. And then Penn State is a team that, uh, you know, they keep knocking on the door, trying to break through. If they're going to break through, they could do it this year. They get Michigan at home November the 11th. They do have to play Ohio State on the road. I think all three teams are close. Michigan's got the best schedule, and that's why I picked them to win the Big Ten East. Finally, sounds like you're high on Clemson. You think they're they're due for a good year. How much of that is, in your estimation, because of improved quarterbacking from Cade Klubnick? Uh, a good part, and a good part is the defense. You know, here's an interesting quote for you, Damon. When I was talking to uh, Coach Sweeney this year and going over the defense with them, remember that 2008 defensive line Clemson had? Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing, uh, loaded with first-round draft picks. Well, he said this year's group doesn't have the star power of that 2018 defensive line, but this group is deeper in talent and experience. That sort of makes you stand on, uh, up at attention a little bit. That is a loaded defense. They've got Trotter and Carter back. As you mentioned, Klubnik, though, coming in at QB, I think is, an, is going to be an upgrade. And then they've got Shipley and Maffa back at running back, a veteran offensive line. And then look at the schedule this year. Their toughest two games are Florida State and Notre Dame. They get both those two teams at home. I've got Clemson favored in all 12 games this year. I saw a lot of preseason top 25s that have been out so far that don't even have Clemson in the top 10. I've got them number two in the country. I think they run the table really? this year and get back to uh, being Clemson. Is that you got them number two in the country? Yes. 
And uh, like I said, I, that's that's one of the reasons you know that I think they'll definitely be in the AP top ten poll at the start of the year and deserve to be there with that defense, Kate Klubnick, and that schedule. Okay, so what's your top three? Uh, I went uh, Georgia one, real shocker. They're going out on a limb. I, Clemson, though, we did go out on a limb, uh, and then I've got Alabama number three. Okay. College football preview issue from Phil Steele is just a must-have. If you're a college football fan such as myself, it is just the best summer reading to get you ready to go and tons of good betting anecdotes and factoids and trends in there. The numbers in there are tremendous. It's available at Barnes & Noble. It's also available at Books of Millions. Also, you can go anywhere um, and pick it up by going to Phil's website as well, philsteele.com. Phil Steele's College Football Preview Guide is the best in the biz. Phil, it's always great to catch up every summer with you, man. Thanks so much. Relax this week with only 60 hours of work. (laughs) There you go. A lot of fun talking football with you, as always, my friend. You too. Thanks again. Phil Steele joining us this morning here on the show. Phil Steele's College Football Preview Guide is out everywhere now. Clemson at two for Phil. Ooh. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that so? Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the morning, Jeff in Pittsburgh called up, but he wanted to throw his hat in the ring to interview for the open producer's job. Now, this week, Mraz is out. He's at the lake enjoying some R&R with the family. And next week he's back with us for his final week here on the show. I have not made any decisions on the producer's role. Pete and I have to sit down and have some high-level conversations. But the bosses have let me know there's no pressure. We don't have to rush this. We can make sure we get the right candidate. So... If you feel like you've got something, you can always put yourself in the hopper. Now, I told you, you can get a hold of us on social media or via email if you want to put your name in the hopper. If you do not have a background in media, you have no experience in this role, I will ask you to begin by interviewing on the show. Okay? On the air. Interview here on the air, and we'll go through some preliminary questioning. I had somebody email me over the weekend that was in this camp, did not have a background, I don't believe, in media, but wanted to be put in the hopper. And I said, okay, here's a list of questions that I'd like to ask you. Call us, and we'll do this on the air. I told him next segment is when we would do this. We've got stunned to a news coming up. Let's see if this person calls to throw his name in the hopper and get involved in the conversation for the interview process. We are opening things up a little bit here on the DA Show. This is DA on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Please knock. Dan in Mechanicsburg is asleep in the Lazy Boy. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. I appreciate you being with us, and you can always listen to us on hundreds of affiliates nationwide, as well as Sirius XM Channel 158. Also, tell your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. I got this email from a person on Friday, a listener, and it said, Hey, Damon, I'd like to apply for Sean's job. How can I go about doing that? I feel like I could be a Canadian Mraz. So the show wouldn't meet a beat, wouldn't miss a beat or an oopsie. I'm a fast learner. I'd be able to pick up what Mraz does very quickly. If you want to know one weakness of mine, I'm a textbook overthinker. So I do read into things that might not be there. I don't know if this would ever materialize, but shooters shoot, and a shot is all that I need. And I thought, oh. Okay. That's exciting. My first question is, what does the what does Mraz do quickly? <laughs> Inhale buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> right. Speak without thinking. Yes. Run, run to the bathroom. Run to the bathroom. So I thought, ooh, this is Canadian Mraz? That could add some life to ooh. the show. That could add another layer. Spicy meatball. To the seven-layer dip. So I'm trying to work with this person to set up a phone call because I've said the listeners, if you're interested in the Mraz job, then we can do some on-air interviews and go through some some basic questions. So I don't want to give this person's identity out just yet. I want to see if if he wants to follow through with this, but these are the types of emails that I'm getting, and I'm very I'm very flattered by these emails. I got another email from somebody who says, I've got a listener submission to fill the producer role. He said, I apologize for the crude format, but I had to cobble it together on my phone. He's been an avid listener and sports fan for a long time. He's as passionate about his teams as Mraz is with his. He did graduate with a degree in journalism, was a sports writer for several years before transitioning to page design and copy editing. Now, he says he does not live here. He lives in Wichita, which could be an issue logistically, he says. 
I would say so. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> but he says, although we do have an Odyssey station here that I can work from, and my and my wife has always wanted to visit New York, so I don't see why trips there would be a problem. Okay. All right. So let's think about this. Maybe we have a remote producer. Oh, wonderful. From Wichita. <laughs> and occasionally he or she flies in to oh. visit. Pete Pete loves this because that means a lot more work for him. He's in love with this idea. Does mean you get the control room to yourself. Oh, what I always wanted. (laughs) Although last week there was, (laughs) I said to I said to Sean and to Bogus, I'll produce Thursday and Friday. I needed a little bit of a a breather. Oh, is that right? Yes. You wanted a breather from anybody breathing down your neck inside that room? No, not that anyone is. I just wanted to have a little. We're going to have a lot of people coming in. Yeah. I just want a little bit of a break. I see. Okay, well, I'll try to set up a phoner with this. He's not going to fly in for the interview? <laughs> oh, dude. We'll set up a phoner to start. And then we'll see if we like what we hear. If his, if his, we like the cut of his jib. If his jib is cut well, maybe we'll have him fly in. It sounds like his wife always wanted to visit New York. That's on the application, the cut of your jib. And then we'll see if that that fits. Are you, do you have a, do you have a circumcised jib? Do you have an uncircumcised jib? How's the cut of the jib? Very important details. Thanks. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for that. I was telling Pete off air this story, but I, I mentioned this on the air. Last week we were on quote unquote vacation, but. When you have an infant, it's rarely vacation. I mean, most of the day is still spent feeding and burping and changing and trying to trying to stop the baby from crying. Yeah, vacation is when you take a shower. That's right. Basically, what my life has devolved into is just try to stop the crying. And you just go through your hit list. And everybody, every parent, I'm sure, has this hit list. And some of them you read about, and then some of them you have to make up on your own. So this is essentially like Bill Walsh scripting the first 15 plays. It's like, here's what you do, boom, 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 boom. So crying, feeding, okay, is he hungry? Okay, diaper need to be changed. Okay, we've done that. Burp, let's try to do that. Does he have gas? Try to go through that. Okay, nothing's working here. Maybe he's overtired. Try to get him to a dark room to settle down. Okay, maybe play a little bit of music. Maybe you sing to him. You know, there's a million. Put him in the car, drive him around, put him in the stroller. He likes a little bumping. So, like, we're going through all of that. So, there was a point last week we were we were at my in-law's house, and that was great because my mother-in-law could watch him, and she's great. So... She could take him a little bit. So we went out to dinner one night. Oh, my God. The, we went out for dinner. This is unbelievable. My wife and I went out for dinner. My God. This is incredible. Oh, that's what you look like. That's what you look like. She was looking at me like, oh, okay, right, right. That's, that's my husband there. Got it. I forgot all about you. <laughs> what have you been up to? Yeah. So 
we had these brief moments, but there was a night where we couldn't leave the house for the fireworks. I suggested it. Hey, should we go watch the fireworks? My wife is like, are you kidding? I'm like, yeah, probably a bad idea with an infant. I get it. But I just pulled up to see some fireworks. It's the 4th of July. So I could have sworn I said, I've got them now. When I give them to you, you mind if I go out to see the fireworks? And I thought she said yes. I thought. So I handed AJ off, and then I went downstairs to put on my sneakers, and I just left the house. And it probably was subconscious running away. I think I was just subconsciously doing like the Forrest Gump, just keep running. <laughs> but no I went to tire marks all over the, <laughs> the driveway. I went to go see the fireworks. And I could have been out there for five or ten minutes, wrapped up. I got out there late. I could have turned around, but I said, I'm going to take a little bit of a walk. A tad. I just need a little bit of freedom here. So I walked. I walked. I didn't have a beer. I didn't have anything. I just walked. I walked. And I turned around and walked a little bit more. And then I stopped at an ice cream store. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll get myself sell some ice cream. And there was family that came in and it was going to be last licks of ice cream. So I said, oh, you guys go ahead of me. I was clearly buying my time. And I was about to text my wife, would you like any ice cream? I'll bring it back. But I got a text first. The text was, where the hell are you? And I said, I was watching the fireworks. <laughs> to which I thought she was going to say, well, didn't they wrap up like 20 minutes ago? And instead the text was, Something you probably should have told me. And I'm thinking, I thought I did, mm. but maybe I didn't. Ugh. And now, forget the ice cream, I've got to go home. And I went back and I said, did I not say that? She goes, no, you never said that. And I said, are you sure I didn't say that? And there could be just these lost in translation moments where the baby's crying and you say stuff and nobody hears it, or you think you said it, but you only said it in your mind. But there was clearly one of those moments, and I realized I must have just looked like somebody walking to the light when I was out out at night because the fireworks were over, and I was just I was just walking, just thinking about my life and walking and wondering when my next full night's sleep was going to be and wondering when this edition of Parenthood is over, and he sleeps through the night, and when that, I go home and walk in, will I immediately be back to changing stinky diapers again and just putting that butt wipe in there and getting your hands all poopy and mm. taking out and wrapping it up and you know you just wonder ice cream would sound really good right now <laughs> or walking into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> well at least you got a double dose of fireworks you're able to see them and then you went home to them yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh kaboom were they fireworks or no it's like a little sparkler yeah, no, it was basically a, a little fizzly sparkler. Because I think both my wife and I know that we're not quite thinking clearly all the time. So it's like, you might have said that. Maybe you didn't. Maybe I didn't say it. Maybe I didn't verbalize it. Maybe I just subconsciously was like, I need to leave this house right now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. But it was it was all good. Standing by with headlines. Here's Pat Boyle. All right, DA, MLB draft last night. The Pirates took LSU flamethrower Paul Skeens, number one overall. Skeens has a, a fastball that averaged 98 miles an hour. He touched 102 plenty of times this year. He was the only NCAA Division I player to reach double figures and wins and home runs in 2022. So mm. he can hit, although 
I doubt he'll be doing much hitting in the Pirates organization. Uh, but he led Division One in strikeouts with 209, which broke Ben McDonald's school and SEC record. Here is Skeens on the dream come true. Absolutely amazing. Um, can't, can't even really put it in words. Uh, I think it's going to take me a little bit of time to, to process it. But um, feels like, you know, it's a lot of work and a lot of, um, you know, surrounding myself with the right people. And- yeah, I'm going to cut that off because that, <laughs> that sounded... Courtesy of MLB? Correct. MLB Network. That sounded a lot better on the uh, computer in the, uh, you know, studio that I was in. Well, I I actually heard this somewhere else as well, and I will tell you, I don't think it's just the computer you edited on. I think he was on a Zoom call with no microphone. He's just talking into, like, a big empty room in his laptop. To which case, you have to ask yourself, if you're Major League Baseball, you have a superstar ace that just completed a national championship mm-hmm. two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If they were ever going to have somebody who could actually be ca- there, capture some attention, perhaps be at the draft, or you just want to push out clips of his saying something interesting, maybe you could set him up with a microphone for his Zoom. Maybe. Maybe you could just tell him, it's like 20 bucks. we'll reimburse you, or we know you're the number one pick in the draft, so we'll send you the microphone. Just plug it into your laptop. It'll be fine. Just something so that it doesn't sound like he's in a hollow, like, office call about, like, pushing paper. Yeah, re- I mean, reimburse him. Do you know how much that pick slot is worth? How much <laughs> the signing bonus is just under $10 million. Get a producer to his house if he's not going to come to the draft and set up a camera and mm-hmm. set up a microphone so that the number one pick in the draft isn't sitting on a couch talking into his laptop. I mean, it's just, this is where the baseball thing drives me bonkers. How is there not somebody with a little bit more vision of, didn't Major League Baseball just say we're trying to market the draft as now a thing? Yeah. They, That's why I think they did it on the you know the Sunday night right before the All-Star break. They want to make it a thing. Great. He's the number one pick in the draft. Send somebody to his house. Even if that person lives, I don't know where he lives, but lives in the market and you're just like, okay, you're going to get an hourly rate of like 25 bucks an hour. You're going to be there for 10 hours. Go set him up. Hold his hand, turn on the microphone, turn on the computer, hit record, turn off the computer, (laughs) fold down the laptop, and then you can leave. I just did 250 bucks just so our number one pick doesn't have crappy audio over his Zoom. Yeah, baby. Remember, they uh, for the NBA lottery, they sent Windhorse to France. They sure did. (laughs) Talk to Wimbayama for 30 seconds. They got 30 seconds out of Windhorse. The guy was on an, a, a red eye to Paris and then turned around and had to come home just so he got 30 seconds with the microphone in front of Wembayama. Now, I get that Steens, Steens? Skeens. Skeens is not Wembayama, but still, how, how, how? That's, that's Rob Manford for you, man. It's the guy leading the charge. Grand Union University and uh, <laughs> can't set up the number one overall pick with a proper microphone. Somebody has some vision over. Anyway, courtesy yeah, that was courtesy of MLB Network. Uh, by the way, his teammate outfielder, Golden Spikes Award winner, Dylan Cruz, went number two to the Nationals earlier yesterday, final day of the first half in the big leagues. Bo Sox, they're picking up steam, albeit against the lowly A's, but Boston rallied from 3-1 down to tie it. Then Masataka Yoshida with the go-ahead home run Yoshiba. in the eighth. 
Yeah, with the go-ahead home run in the eighth at Fenway, Sox win 4-3. They've now won five in a row. They're 48-43, and 43, and yet still in last place in the AL East. The- wow. That's how loaded that division is. And also, the A's have 67 losses. Correct, Pete, which brings me to my next point. Quick math. <laughs> What's their pace for wins this year? Well, they're on pace for 118 losses or something, 120 yeah, losses. Yeah, you nailed it. No, 118. So that would be... So that's 60... No, 58 wins, something like that? 44. 44? Oh, yeah, you're right. 118 plus 44 oh. gets you to 162. 44, 44 wins. wins. Remarkable. What a season they're having. Wow, and now their first-round pick is from Grand Union University. <laughs> <laughs> Two months after suffering facial fractures when he got crushed by a 106-mile-an-hour line drive to the face, Ryan Yarbrough returned to the mound and helped the struggling Kansas City Royals to a 4-1 win over the Guardians. Yarbrough pitched six innings of one-run ball. Uh, Wimbledon, our girl, 25-seed Madison Keys, completed the comeback from, nice. from a set and a breakdown to beat 16-year-old Mira Andreva. 6-2 in the third set. She is on to the quarterfinals. Right now, the reigning Wimbledon champion, Elena Rybakina, taking on Beatriz Adad Maya. On the men's side, the lone remaining American in the draw, Chris Eubanks, down an early break against world number five, Stefanos Tsitsipas. You got it. Uh, three seed, Daniil Medvedev, also in action right now, up an early break on Yuri Lahechka. And then... World number two, Novak Djokovic will finish his match with Hubert Hurkacz before world number one, Carlos Alcaraz, takes on Italian Matteo Berrettini later today. Uh, U.S. men's national team nearly choked and blew it against Canada in the Gold Cup quarterfinals in Cincinnati <laughs> last night, but goalie Matt Turner with heroics after it went to a penalty shootout. USA wins 3-2 on pens. They're in the Gold Cup semifinals. They'll play Panama on Wednesday night. Panama! Jamaica, Mexico is the other semifinal. Mexico! Mexico! What? They should do that. Just remake that song for like every other country. Any three. Switzerland! Mongolia! Mongolia! Any others? NHL free agency. The Alex DeBrincat saga is over. The Ottawa Senators. India! India! And their neighbors, Pakistan! <laughs> that's, that's the new United Nations theme song. <laughs> Every time they walk in with their flag, they get they get serenaded by that. Is that Van, was that Van Halen? Yeah, Van Halen. Canada! Canada! Three syllables is the key. If you've got a country with three syllables, it works perfect. Yeah, it's a three-syllable, and if it ends with a vowel, it there really helps. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, yeah, Alex DeBrincat uh, traded from the Senators to the Detroit Red Wings. They get the two-time 40-goal score. Uh, they sent back forward Dominic Kubelik, a prospect defenseman Donovan Sobrango, a first-round pick and a 2024 fourth-round pick. And then the Red Wings announced a four-year contract extension for a total of $31.5 million. 
Mentioned last hour, Allison Corpus won the U.S. Women's Open yesterday at Pebble Beach, shooting nine under on the PGA Tour. Sepp Straka from Austria. Austria. He won the John Deere Classic by shooting a final round 62 <laughs> to finish 21 under. Damn, damn. And now, let's get started. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. All right, I'm going to set the scene for you. Picture this. You are in Crandon, Wisconsin. Nice. Wherever that may be. You are at the Forest County Festival. Nice. You're riding the Fireball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, okay. I, and I think this is a very, like, I've ridden, <laughs> rode? Ridden? I've rode the Fireball before. Uh-huh. They used to have this at uh, down the Jersey Shore, which is basically just the circular roller coaster that just goes around and around, then you go the other way in a circle, and that's it in a loop. Now, picture this. You're in the middle of going backwards. You're upside down, and then boom. Mechanical failure, roller coaster stops working. Oh, no. Which can happen at times. However, this one happened to take almost eight hours. No, no, yes. no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 don't say that. Yeah, these poor folks uh, were stuck on the oscillating fireball uh, because of a mechanical failure. No. Emergency personnel were dispatched to the scene within 15 minutes, but needed to request special equipment, including three ladder trucks from nearby towns to complete the rescue. One truck with the capability of rising over 100 feet took almost an hour to arrive on the scene. (laughs) These people were stuck upside down. Excuse me. I read that wrong. Not eight hours, but all together, almost two and a half hours since the ride had first gotten stuck. These people were stuck upside down for two and a half hours. Essentially, yes. Oh, just sitting there, hair. Oh no, hair. You know, just hanging. Blood, lawsuit, blood dun, rushing. Dun, dun. <laughs> What'd you say? Lawsuit. Fireball. Doesn't work. <laughs> Crand- uh, Crandon, Wisconsin, northeast corner of Wisconsin. They got stuck roughly two hours after the ride. They got down on solid ground 3.20 Central Time, roughly two hours after the ride had gotten stuck. Another hour and 40 for all remaining passengers to be rescued. So I guess some were not stuck upside down. But that's insane. Imagine being hung. Hanging upside down for two hours? All that blood rushing to your head? Or vomit? Yeah, that too. That's what I was thinking. All over yourself. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I'm hurling lunch, dinner, breakfast from the day before if I'm hanging upside down two hours. And this is a pretty standard ride. Like, it's it's one circle. The thing goes around and around. How is it to the point where it gets stuck and we need to call three fire trucks and from three different towns, we can't get the people off with special equipment? What are we doing? I was stuck on one of those upside down rides once. Really? And that was for five minutes. Imagine two And hours. how terrifying is five I, I, minutes? I was screaming, cursing, everything, changes falling out of my pocket. It was horrible. <laughs> Pete jiggling like a piggy bank. 
A girl told rescuers to unstrap an older man first because he was visibly struggling and appeared to have passed out at one point. I mean, Are we kidding? Are we kidding with this story? I think it's safe to say the fireball is not coming back to uh, the, the Crandon, Wisconsin, Forest County Festival anytime soon. Oh, God. This is horrifying. I'm going to do more detail on this story throughout the show because this is too much. When we come back, also the Bob Huggins story. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Watch the show on YouTube. Full episodes are archived there as well. Also watch us on Twitch and watch us at watchda.com. The Bob Huggins thing is bad. It's really bad. Look, Bob Huggins was already trending in a bad direction months ago when he used a homophobic slur on a radio show. You could make the argument he was talking to friends Maybe he let it slip, got too comfortable and chummy. I talked about this at the time. I thought the radio hosts had kind of opened the door for that type of language. So, okay, he apologizes. Maybe not a fireable offense. Once you get to a point where you've got a blood alcohol level of .210, an open cooler in your car, a trash bag full of empty cans, and you don't know what town you're in, you think you're in a different city altogether, you can't hold on to your job. You simply cannot be a head coach of young adults and somehow keep the job of advising young adults in what to do. I mean, these coaches want to always play the the card of father figure and of disciplinarian and of getting more out of kids than they would have if they didn't have them as a head coach, which is what can substantiate that type of contract, those types of millions of dollars. If you are Bob Huggins, you have made a series of really poor decisions back to back to back to back to back, the latest of which could have really hurt somebody or killed somebody, including himself, he cannot hold a job anymore. And so West Virginia did what was right, which was say goodbye, say thanks for the memories, but we've got to let you go. And Bob Huggins now is saying, I never resigned. And he's going to sue the university if he's not reinstated. Now, there's absolutely no way that Bob Huggins gets his job back, but this is the sign of an old man that I do think is getting really poor advice and is taking it because maybe he's in poor shape. You know, a guy that's 69, 70 years old getting lit up to a .21 behind the wheel of a car when he's the head coach at West Virginia and definitely on probation suggests that the guy is not in his right mindset. And then some lawyer came along and said, well, you didn't resign, did you? They've got to force you out because there are more dollars to be had. That's clearly what this is, with some type of money grab to make sure that you get every last red cent out of West Virginia because you didn't resign, and they've got to pay you in full, and that is tarnishing everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 